0: Gangsta certified Fish. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified I am your host, Philadelphia, or Illy Bish And Mercury's in retrograde, y'all
1: How'd you kiss? How'd you wife?
0: Not really um, <laughs> I just hear Mercury retrograde uh, referred to as a time to fear And as you will hear um, in the segments following what I'm saying now, it really isn't. It's just good to be aware. So first up this week, we have Gemini Brown and his weekly astral forecast to let you know how to handle the astrological energy that is present this week. And then me and Sabrina, we have a little chat and chill session uh, where we talk a little bit about Mercury retrograde and some other important things and then pull a few cards for the collective for this time. So you don't want to miss this. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Spiritual Gangster Certified. Sit back, relax, and then we'll have more in just one moment.
1: What's going on world? It's your boy Gemini Ground here, back with another episode of Nalo Kicking Knowledge. Today, we'll be taking a look at this week's forecast, seeing what the stars have in store for us. So, let's get into it. As always, shout out to all the Cancer celebrating birthdays this week. Pay close attention to this energy as it will be with you all year. Now, many of you know, we got Mercury going into its annual retrograde phase. But I'm really feeling the need to let people know like Mercury retrograde is nothing to fear. I would honestly look at it like this. Look look at Mercury retrograde as like a quiz, right? Uh, you know you get quizzes or tests in school and most of the time you're in the frame of mind like, okay, this is going to be a written quiz. I'm gonna be able to read the answers and da 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 However, every now and then, your teacher decides to change the format of the quiz and you may have to do it orally. And you know, you're not used to channeling your information in this way, taking the test within this way. But the thing about, you know, Following the stars is that after a while. We're supposed to catch the rhythms of these cycles and the understanding of these cycles So, you know going with that same example For months we're taking the quiz by hand written and then boom There comes a time where the format changes and we have to Extract the information a different way. It should get easier with time. So I'm gonna reiterate as always, Mercury retrograde, or just like all retrograde periods, are a time where that particular energy is turned within. Mercury deals with the faculties of communication, men- our mental processes, our analytical mind. So during this time, Mercury will be going retrograde in the sign of Leo back into the sign of Cancer. This is a better or a more fortunate retrograde phase? Why? Because Leo has to do with confidence. It has to do with creativity, um, and with this energy now going inward, we should take this retrograde period as a uh, as a time to rebuild our ego from within to gain more confidence within these mercury rule areas through the comp- contemplation and reflection that the retrograde entails okay so rather than feeling um lost in our emotions we should be feeling motivated towards reworking re-evaluating the things going on in this particular area of life and things you know Involving mercury. So those key words re re reapply. Rewind Reanalyze okay, it's a period of reflection now as always they say During mercury retrograde. It isn't time. It isn't wise to uh, purchase certain things uh, Sign contracts and I'm just not that superstitious What I will say is that we should pay attention towards what is going on in our lives while we are making these decisions. Okay, um, for instance, this week coming up, we're going to have some restless energy uh, present, you know, square, Mars will be squaring Uranus. Um, this wouldn't be an ideal time to do any of those things, because it can indicate that we may be doing it impulsively or you know just because okay so like i said this time is a time of reflection inner contemplation evaluating everything before us before making a decision or communicating feelings all right so Just tread wisely. Mercury is gonna, when it goes back into Cancer, we is going to retrace the steps that it it did within the shadows phase. Um, Mars was also there during that time. So running with the theme of reflection, reanalyzing, we're going to need to think back to what was occurring around those times. What was on our minds? What ideas did we have? what words did we say did we get into any arguments all right and it can be a time so you don't just go back and make amends for the things going on during that time uh and with this being a reflective you know period and uh cancer being an uh, energy uh the past you know this is i feel like the the aspect of old friends old you know, acquaintances coming back is going to be stronger than ever. And if not in the physical, our minds will be drifting towards things that possibly happened years ago. But what we want to do is just really focus on the perspective, Um, possibly, you know, having ha-ha moments or understanding, you know, certain uh, patterns that keep playing out and then reworking and, and fixing those things okay not really a time to honestly worry not at all people you know i I feel like this is a time where it should be embraced and here's another thing if you are a more logical person this is going to force you to um use your intuition a little bit more and if you're more of an intuitive person you can experience greater clarity okay as with will people who natively have this energy uh, retrograde. You can be more communicative um, during this time and you know, just being able to express better. Okay, so like I said, Leo energy is wonderful. Um, There's so much that can be gained. It's really just about, as with many things, doing the work. Okay, so Mercury is gonna go retrograde to start it this week. It's going to combine with Mars, it's going to conjunct with Mars, and Mars, like I said before, is going to go on to form a square to Uranus, and at the same time, we have Venus in Cancer, which is going to be sextile towards Uranus as well. So, how this plays out, especially coming off of the new moon, is that... This is the energy that's going to kind of force us to make the needed changes. You know, we're carrying the momentum from the new moon and the eclipse, you know, towards making these changes, but just like with anything, just with how, you know, um, human nature works, we may be slow to implement those changes. What this energy comes through and it can really shake things up and force you you know to act on it. You know, so you really want to pay attention to where these uh, transits are occurring. So if you know Venus is transiting your seventh house, okay, um, it can really see you come into contact with. Uh, more creative people with Uranus being in your fifth house you know you may uh, have taken your new moon goals and said okay I'm going to expand upon my creativity I'm gonna you know try something new and then from there you happen to meet you know creative people who help reinforce this which you know you form a a connection there Um, then let's say uh, with that same example Mars being within that eighth house this is, you know, forcing, forcing the change uh, to occur, right? It's like I, I'm, I'm, I may, have, I may meet some resistance in trying to attack this goal, but right um, through my my willpower, through my courage, you know, I, I break out of my comfort zone and do so. Okay, uh, let's say this is happening in your tenth house, uh, just as an example. You can suddenly. You know, lose your job. You can suddenly, um, you can suddenly be seen in a particular way that you may not necessarily want to, as the you know Ten Thousand Rules public uh, persona, right? You can get into like some type of argument, and then you know you're seen as possibly like yeah. someone who's you know arrogant or whatever. But like I said, maybe that's something that you needed to do in order to grow and expand. So the energy working here is just forcing change. It's it's forcing because with Mars being a malefic, this is it shows that we're going to need to be aggressive to implement changes to, you know, break out of that comfort zone. But we are definitely uh supported in in doing so, okay? So we'll also during this time there's gonna be, this will be, when this uh, aspect is, is at, this will be a day the day the moon is in Scorpio. So, you know, that's gonna be a emotionally sensitive time. That's why I said, many things can happen, you know, just like that, very, very quickly. But um, action is ultimately what what is trying to be produced. It's trying to get you out of your feelings or out of an old emotional pattern, okay? And, and take action towards that okay so that can be a really stressful day I would suggest you know overall for this week really just having a particular goal in mind because with the next thing with this square is that you know uh, we can be restless and then with restlessness we try to it, it can almost seem like a void you know so we may do things to feel fill that void but if we have a constructive goal within mind it makes it easier to direct the energy it forces us to have uh more clarity okay so you know i think that'll be wednesday so you know pay attention to that at the same time this week we got the sun continuing its transits through cancer linking up with the north node as well as uh trying being in trine to Neptune okay this is uh almost like you know before the full moon where we get our emotional purging or we experience like some emotional clarity okay Um, there are going to be things within this area of life that just seem fated to happen so just like the example that i used before you set your you set your intentions last week to do something you find the courage to actually do it and then you're met with support uh, from the universe right so let's just say this is even with within like a business starting starting a business um, you can this can come in the form of meeting someone who you know helps expand your business you know applying for a loan receiving that loan um, it can also represent like changes within the home, right? If you're, if you're looking to move. So things just basically coming to fruition, but that's gonna happen through action, okay? So like I said, focus is gonna be key. Uh, but overall, we can really feel supported uh, with the trying to Neptune, it shows that, you know, we're gonna need to have faith. We're gonna need to, you know, dig into Our spirituality, all right. It could also, uh, in addition to the emotional clarity, it could also signify needing some time alone to just process your emotions. Okay, Uh, it's all dependent upon where this is happening uh, with uh, within your chart. But overall, it's an energy or aspect of support. Okay, so go back to your goals from last week. Start off this week you know, uh, diligently working towards that and you will find, you know, that support, okay? Um
0: Another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. I am your host, Billy Bish, or Janae, call me whatever you like. And I have the amazing Sabrina Mars on the line with me. And say hi, say hi. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey. <laughs> we are going to have a talk. because we are officially in a mercury retrograde right now and i have called mercury retrograde the basic bitch of astrology (laughs) several times because even people who don't really know like other stuff are very hyper aware of mercury retrograde and it's gotten to the point where i think there's a lot of misconceptions And different things that people have of it and they don't they don't realize that each one is different you know what i mean um just to give you guys an example the last time that mercury was retrograde um it was during my birthday season which means i have that energy mercury retrograde energy with me all year i have it retrograde natally too so i'm used to it but it was mercury retrograde in pisces And that was tough because Mercury rules Virgo and it rules Gemini. So, you know, when it's in Pisces, that's the opposite of Virgo. So it's not working in its easiest place. So the last time that we had this energy, it was like kind of throwing a all clumsily into our feelings. And just so you guys know, when Mercury is in Pisces, it's a whole different ball game from when it's like in Virgo or when it's in Gemini, because, you know, those are the signs that it rules. It's working effectively through thought and logic. And when it was in Pisces, it was all about the feels. So I tell people all the time that that time frame was kind of like, you have to feel your way through things instead of using your intellect and logic. You know what I mean? Just, you know, ooh, I, this feel right. But now it's retrograde in Leo. So one of the things that stood out to me, Sabrina, Mm. the fact that in general, if people don't know, it went retrograde on July 7th. And it was at four degrees Leo. And it's going to stay retrograde until July 31st until it's at 23 degrees Cancer. So here's what I'm picking up automatically from that before we even get into anything else about it leo is a fixed fireside okay <laughs> i mean have you met any leos do, do y'all My mom's a leo. oh she is she yeah. is fooled by the sun see leo energy i kind of i never want to sound insulting when i say this but like any of us that have people close to us who are leos they'll probably understand so i'm sure you'll get this Leo's ruling planet is the sun. And what is the sun? The center of our solar system. And everything revolves around it. So they have like a like a natural energy of kind of like thinking everything revolves around them. Does that make sense? Uh, Very funny. Like Uh they don't even Uh intend it. Like it's just it's really It, it's just how it is and I'm like no shade no shade just tell them the truth but because still... you know if we wanted to throw shade I'm, I'm on the line with a person that matches my shadiness when it's time to throw the shade so <laughs> yeah, yeah we could do that well but I mean like even like think about I don't know anything random with your mom they're very prideful people um yeah. you know, they have a bit of a royal essence to them. Like a little bit. Yeah. Like with the crown is always there even if it's invisible. <laughs>
2: well, the thing is I, I notice other people's opinion of my mom because like mine is a little blinded because I love her so much. But like yeah. like, like like her sister, for example, is like, oh, you know, you know, Renee thinks that she's so much better and I'm like, she really doesn't though. <laughs> but other people's perception of her is that she thinks that like, she's better than others, but she really doesn't because I know her very well. Yeah, gotcha. You know, she really doesn't feel like she's better than others, but like people may assume or per- pres- presume that she's that way because... She holds herself and others to really high standards. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, even though she's not anywhere close to perfect and she's not perfect, but she puts on that front that she wants to be, you know? So I, I guess she, she's perceived as being holier than thou, but she really isn't. I don't
0: think. I think she it's just pregnant. a natural, like, you know, you know, it's like a natural essence. Like, there's, that's not to say there aren't asshole Leos, because there are. Like right. 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 I, I honestly and I meant to post this the other day but I, I was like okay I'm going to reel back my petty um, <laughs> One someone, someone I was randomly Facebook friends with for years because I used to I used to do a lot of work for musicians like mm-hmm. 90s rappers etc so I got like a really like huge network of people I've never met you know, right. that were like into that music. And one of them posted something like, it was really rude. It was like, Leo is the best sign. The rest of you guys smell like hot dog water. And I know that's like a joke. And they were trying to be funny, but you know, the astrologer in me was like, you, you, you do realize that, you know, Leo's only your son's sign. <laughs> And then that started this like 69 response thread that just got really ugly. And then my my Virgo energy kicked in and I was just like kind of an asshole, like honestly. Oh,
2: is that what that is? Because recently I got checked by someone I, I respect because I'm a little matter of fact and right. sometimes it's not necessary sometimes the truth is not necessary like and, and it's hard for me to say that it's hard for me to say that because i'm always trying to get to the truth and when i find it i want it to be known but sometimes it's not necessary yeah and i'm like holy moly why wouldn't someone want to know the truth that's Why, the truth, and, and then, so like, now someone that I respect, he's actually physically older than me, but I respect him. And he's like, just because it's true doesn't mean it has to be known, Sabrina. And I'm like, That's, that just like blows my mind. I'm like, what? You know, <laughs> like, that doesn't make any freaking sense to me. But I guess it, it really does because I don't control other people's life. And, and just because they're living differently or whatever like i need to know where my boundaries lie like you know no i know what you mean i know what you mean oh goodness i need i really gotta hold my freaking words and it's so hard it's so hard i'm just like do you see what you're doing to yourself and i'm just like and then people are like
0: (laughs) that's your uh, natural inclination to be able to separate what's necessary from what's not and to get to the true essence of the situation You know,
2: yeah. Like, like, what's my responsibility versus what someone else's? Like, Um, I see other people do it, and I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Like, you're you're encroaching on their boundaries. You know, like I, I understand like caring for someone, but then you 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 cross into their almost like not karma, but it's like their life their their responsibility is like at at some point you gotta just let them be themselves yeah and that's what I'm learning currently and I don't know if that's like a Virgo thing or if that's my Enneagram or if that's my personality Mm -hmm.
1: type but
0: I'm learning on your Virgo stuff because I can relate because in that situation I probably should have I probably should have followed your advice because all I really did was say you know I, I, I asked the person, I was like, well, when's your birthday? I wonder what degree of Leo you are. And they're like, I studied birth charts. Signs don't have degrees. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> You're not even that
2: savvy, and I know that's not the case.
0: I was like, get the entire fuck out of here, dude. Like <laughs> The entire fuck. Oh, I'm using that one. <laughs> I'm like, you cannot, that out of here. You cannot <laughs> say that to me. And then he's like, signs don't have degrees. I'm like, um you being a Leo means that the sun was at a certain degree when you were born of Leo so yeah and then he he wanted to like pull articles but he didn't realize that the articles that he was pulling were basically confirming what I said Mm. Mm-hmm. So it it was just it was a shit show. But uh <laughs> and it's funny that I brought all that up because this is actually very conducive to this Mercury retrograde energy because that Leo energy I was giving you, you know, kind of an example of how it can go haywire when they're too proud and Leo energy is also very stubborn. It's a fixed sign. So uh-huh. he showed essentially I couldn't I couldn't tell him shit even though he was dead wrong. You know, uh-huh. dead wrong. And again, it's not my responsibility to show people stuff. But with Mercury and Leo, that's essentially the essence of you know self awareness. Mercury being retrograde in Leo, but it when it went retrograde, it was conjunct Mars in Leo. So you know what that means? I don't. I really don't. Tell oh me. Oh my gosh. So let let me just give you an idea. Okay so essentially um if we can be stubborn in the way that we think and express ourselves and then Mars is about how we assert ourselves and that's joining together with this energy of Mercury oh honey you're like a lot of people might have this inclination towards really being defensive and being stuck in what they're saying Uh oh and then to add to this this energy is squaring Uranus and Taurus so, Uranus and Taurus is kind of like, I'm trying to think of a different way to describe it other than how I have before, but it's essentially being pushed out of your comfort zone. Uranus is about sudden change and Taurus don't like to move. So, all of these energies working together means that people could probably really be experiencing mm-hmm. <laughs> like <out of> nowhere. <laughs> so, that's the general essence you know, of Mercury retrograde this cycle. So one of the things to watch out for, and I'm so glad that you talked about knowing, you know, when it's your job to tell people stuff. And as a Virgo, you know, Mercury rules your sign. So it not going to its greatest expression because retrograde makes the energy kind of move inward instead of outward, it's really important to you gemini's too or people with heavy virgo energy or gemini energy like mercury not going forward is really going to impact you like very much so more than you
2: i was telling you I'm, i'm ruled by mercury like i'm not even that big on astrology a friend of mine posted something and i seen how prevalent mercury was in general like overall It was like ridiculous. And so I'm like, I'm not really into that, but I know that there was like an off, uh, it was off balance, you know, it was like heavy. So does that mean that like these type of situations where it's like Mercury retrograde affects me more?
0: Well, if you're Mercury dominant or ruled by Mercury, yes. Um, Because essentially you have to look at your ruling planet as kind of like your beacon of light. how your energy is going to be expressed you know what i mean so technically a retrograde the planet is not really moving backwards that's that's not it at all just from our vantage point on earth it appears that it's moving backwards so because of this um what we talk about in astrology is the fact that retrograde planets don't express themselves as outwardly in their natural expression as they usually would so any mercury retrograde regardless of what sign it's in is going to feel a little off to you you know um your your thoughts will get pushed inward and I feel like it within, with it in Leo, it becomes this whole thing where you are really going to be attuned to what you think and feel in a passionate way. Because Leo rules passions. It also rules our creativity and our self-expression. So for some people, especially with it having gone retrograde, conjunct Mars and opposite Uranus, it's like there's this defensiveness or aggressiveness which could lead to arguments, all types of being rude, <laughs> like without a cause, too, like oh, making people hostile towards others. So, this is, a, uh, yeah, this well,
2: is. I'm on the stars because within the last couple of days, I've been a little snarky, just a little extra snarky. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a little rough around the edges. Uh,. People tell me quite often. I get it. I get feedback from multiple people. You know, like I'm a little rough on the edges, and I make people defensive. Like they say, I could like soften myself, and I try, but oh my gosh, I just get so furious sometimes, and I'm just like X Y Z and A B C, and then they're like, oh, and I'm like, well, there you have it. You know? <laughs> because you matter of fact, matter of fact, yeah. And, you're... and then they're like, oh, I can't believe you said that, and I'm just like exactly what I think. I'm I sorry
0: that I'm
2: telling you what commented. I think what I think,
0: and I'm not faking it. I'm my bad. That's that's see that I have I have that happen too. And anybody listening right now who has heavy Virgo placements, especially, I'm going to say this to you because it's it's hard, especially for us women, because let's think about it. We're called upon usually to be docile, right? And, and right. It, And, you know, and agreeable. And we don't necessarily know how to be docile and agreeable when our entire makeup is telling us, Hey, um, so you see that? Well, you can improve it by doing blah, 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 blah. Or, huh, did you know this tidbit of information that'll make your life easier? It's like, we're constantly (laughs) hyper-aware, of things that other people are not and we have no problem presenting those things to them we're delivering truth but they don't take it that way you know what i mean it's it's like how dare you just say that in that way i get that all the time you're such a nice person but then you have these whole like truth moments where you offend people and i'm like uh the truth don't care about your feelings it really doesn't. To me, being honest is something that I put above all over uh, above everything else. Like you know, I try to consider other people's feelings, but
2: and you know why? Because if I'm wrong, which I expect because I'm human, yeah, call me out on it. Call me out on it. That's the only way I'm gonna grow, anyways. And I respect people that do call me out because you know, uh, initially I may be like, no. But I'll think about it, I'll think on it and be like, oh, you know, because mm-hmm. maybe maybe even five years later, But please call me out on it because that's the only way I'm going to grow. Even if I hate you later, yep. but I'll come around, you know, yeah. and that's how I feel like people take me long, Like when I call them out on shit, excuse my French, but <laughs> I would. you can curse. Because because when I was like 19, 20, 20, I mean, all the way up until just recently, like, I kind of think that I'm more self-aware because I just kind of go day to day. But like, before, I was oblivious to my own self-destructive behaviors and mentalities. You know, I was so, I was loyal to a fault. And I thought that was a good thing to be loyal to a fault. No. You have to. Boundaries, or you're going to be your own worst enemy because you're going to give away something that you don't need to be giving away. That oh kind my of thing.
0: gosh! Connection. Yes, yes. I
2: was my own worst enemy because I was. Oh, he was a Gemini, by the way, and I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Someone said something about how your uh, astrology can tell what your first heartbreak. Um, honestly, the Gemini, he he broke me in multiple ways. I remember my heart physically hurt hurt you. he 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 manipulated my mind and when i came to terms at the very end of the relationship and it's just all started clicking all started clicking and then all these people knew how he was manipulating manip- he was cheating on me all this stuff it was just like mind blowing like oh, like my heart hurt then and I, then after that i i really haven't had much luck
0: so. I think your heart hurt because you, you just said something that resonated with me. And go to throw some other astrology in here, too. We are still in cancer season, okay? And here's something that's just been coming up as a theme for a lot of people. You're starting to feel and realize in a lot of ways where you've lacked structure and you said boundaries. Now the opposite of Cancer is Capricorn energy where the South currently is and Pluto and Saturn. And the thing about it is everything you said just resonated with me because I've gone through that too. Being loyal to a fault, like, okay. It's a good thing to be loyal, right? Like, right. you know, we think, like, oh, okay, you got to be there for people. You got to have their back if you love them. But right. we not being loyal to ourselves by being loyal to right. us, You know, like there's a disconnect somewhere that created when it finally all came crashing down and it hit you. I think one of the reasons that I could relate to you saying your heart hurt is that's how it felt for me um, because I realized, wow, my loyalty to myself. Was less important than my loyalty to others and it prevented me from being able to have proper boundaries and then to you know kind of operate on a level where I didn't get played so to speak you know what I mean I'm so worried about the other person Woo! so you just right. it's funny.
2: It's funny here. like mind you that was when I was 19 2021 that relationship was before I was even a real adult like I don't really consider myself fully functioning until about mid 20s because I was still making stupid decisions time and time again until I was about mid 20s I mean I'm still not a hundred percent but <laughs> <laughs> it happens. I was still a baby then you know I mean, I'm I'm barely coming into who I feel like I really am, and I'm mid thirties right now. I yes. feel like I feel like I was so worried about the thirties, and then the thirties hasn't been anything but good for me. Yeah, I, I can't wait for being older. Like I just think it's going to get better from here on out. Oh, of so
0: course. That, for whatever reason, I don't know it's because we're as women especially you know aging isn't something that we're supposed to do while looking forward to it it's like everybody is focused on while you're young and you know you're still so fresh and and your he's right. at its most but i listen you can pay me to be 25 again right. oh, thank you thank you Thank you. I would I
2: not do it. Go back if you paid me a hundred billion dollars. I mean, nope. there's no money that you could pay me to go back to my 20s. I was stuck on stupid. Literally, I was dating him. His name was stupid. <laughs> 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 yeah, 2021, his name was stupid. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like, I was stuck on stupid. Doing yes. a stupid up, like thinking, see, my mentality at like 17, 18, 19, 20 is I like, felt like I was, and I didn't know that I was doing this, it was like a subconscious thing. I was so afraid I was missing out on the, the fear of missing out, FOMO. FOMO. Miss- and I was just like thinking that I was missing out on stuff, so it was like I was here and I was there, and then like, I was there and there, like I ain't missing out on nothing, nothing. I, I really didn't miss much, like. I don't know what I was thinking I was missing out on, you
0: know? That, that I think, is a common theme for, you know, when we're a certain age. And then you get to your 30s and you realize, hey, I'm slowing down. I'm actually getting to get in contact with what's meant for me, what's important to me. Actually having a foundation instead of, you know, flitting from here to there. And it's just, it's really amazing how so many women realize this once they actually enter the, the 30s. I, my 40s are going to be fucking fabulous, let me tell you.
2: Thank you. <laughs> They're going to be I fabulous. You can live within at least a couple hour distance. Or um, by then, at least it'd be in the financial status that I'll just be flying to you
0: because. But listen, hold be on. Fly. i just was telling somebody the same thing. I know too many amazing people in California for it not to be just somewhere where I am. Like often, <laughs> but I
2: can't
0: wait, I I, can't I can't wait to, go to Philly. I've never been to Philly, so I'll go. See Sabrina trying to come here and have cheesesteaks with me. <laughs> I'm gonna feed you. Oh. I'll feed you real good. But I did want to say to you something that <laughs> popped out to me about something that you said that ties into the energy that we're currently dealing with is the fact that it does take a lot of self-reflection and not just about what's going on currently, but things that have happened before. So that's why I'm so glad that the conversation went there because Mercury retrograde is definitely a time when you're kind of pulled back into the past. You're re-going over things that have already occurred. You're looking at them from different ways. And this also brings people back sometimes uh, just j- just so you know to the audience to you too Sabrina like ugh, I always have Mercury Retrograde people just from the past just popping up out of nowhere like hey or like you know kind of just easing their way into the DMs and you're like oh no mm-mm, mm-mm. nope but they're coming back for a reason You know what I mean? That's not to say that that Gemini would necessarily come back, but you know what I mean.
2: Well, you know what's strange? He popped up in my suggested friends list and Lord have mercy. I didn't even see him on Facebook for the last 15 years. And I was like, oh my God. And like I click on him and I'm like, what was I thinking? How many drugs was I Really? (laughs) Have you ever been there? Like I clicked on his face and I'm like, oh my God. Oh like, honey. Oh yes, I George have been there. 21, 21. like oh my god. He can't even spell. You know, that's like one of the worst things. I'm just like, I mean I'm bad, yes. but not that bad. And they were just like, Oh, what the hell was <laughs> I thinking?
0: No, I know exactly what you mean. I think that theme in general oh. is coming up for a lot of people because hey, you're you're in your thoughts and you're a different person yeah. than you were a year ago 15 years ago i mean this, i was a baby i'll just say like
2: i was a fucking baby and i was highly influential fluent whatever and and he was a salesperson and he talked a good game and blah 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 and i'll just leave it at that
0: i hear you it's sound, it sounds like when we have our talk because I'm, I'm going to definitely do a segment like i have mentioned on facebook i don't know who all saw it but I gotta talk about this dynamic about like highly sensitive people attracting. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been reading on that and it's been resonant with me in many of the relationships that I had. It's been resonating with me as far so as So you know
2: about mirror neurons then,
0: yeah. So... Yes. And it's like I have another friend who is a she's a psychologist and just talking to her about different things it's it's too big not to discuss so that that will be forthcoming but just bear with me people stuff is going to come up from the past it's coming up from the past anyway because we're in cancer season and that's cancer is ruled by the moon and the moon is related to memories conditioning um you know everything about family and you know our family isn't always just like who we're related to. It could be that person that you were super loyal to. It could be your friend. So this is the energy that we're dealing with, y'all. Just just keep calm. Like don't explode. I'm telling you, it's gonna be easy to like pop off on people. Like you said you're you've been feeling Oh so much- my gosh, it was the worst. I can't hold
2: it in. Like usually I can hold my tongue. But mm-hmm. like, you know this is via this this is technically via Facebook. And I'm supposed to be like the admin, and I popped off on someone that I just couldn't wait to let go. Like I just couldn't wait, and it had nothing to do with something else. But yeah, my 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 opinion was peppered a little bit from a friend of mine, and I just let her have it. And I got I got talked to by a higher up. Like you can't be saying that kind of stuff in the group. And I'm like. Oh, that's my opinion though. It's really what I think. There's a lot of things that I don't say because I'm supposed to be like, you know? Yeah. The better person, and I'm like, but I'm really not the better person. No, can't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen. Oh.
0: The the combativeness no. that you're kind of feeling, it's really going to kind of be prominent until about like the fifteenth of this month. Like, well, I
2: just. Have- I set an alarm on my phone no more than two hours on Facebook. And that's like a lot, you know, but like I haven't hit it yet, but at least just the fact that the alarm's on there, I was like, nope. I was just being, I was too involved in Facebook. Like I need a life.
0: the thing about it is I find like just the times that we are in completely change up the ways that we deal with communication and it's funny because yeah Mercury rules communication so there might even be some glitches that people experience did you see that glitch the other day with Facebook oh, yes it was just like oh, no, you can't see any pictures oh you can't send anybody any pictures of Messenger who do you think you are what do you think you're doing and Apparently, it happened on Instagram, too, and it seemed like the entire planet lost their damn minds.
2: Well, you know what's weird is, okay, so you know how I was in solar energy? I was installing, Mm -hmm. right? So this was mid-2016 going into 2017, and we had some crazy weather. Well, we'll, On the Northern California, we've had some crazy weather hit and miss for the last three years. But I remember driving to work early in the morning, and supposedly there were solar flares, but ah. GPS GPS was not working for nothing, for nothing. It was 5.30, between 5.30 and 7.30, nothing was working. I couldn't find the job site to save my freaking life. I had to call my coworker. He didn't know where the hell he was. So we finally found the job site like an hour later, but it was fine because everyone was lost, and even the even the boss was lost. So it was like we were so confused, and come to find out there were some solar flares. So I, I, I put two and two together. It's like if the satellites are thrown off by some celestial type of uh, issue, then what's to say that we aren't affected? You know, like oh, it's a dog doll- yeah. you know, and like we don't see it physically, but like. Um, I posted on my, my Venus uh, readings page, but I thought I was nuts. But I used to affect streetlights, and I, I didn't want to tell anybody because I thought I was out of my freaking mind. But then I looked into it, and sure enough, it's electromagnetic something or other. Um, and, like, I've had my uh, the energy thread. It's like some plate you put your hand on, and like they, they, they computer-generate. And I was split right, right in half, like red, blue. And then it was just going all over the place. Like the, the energies were all over the place. And so I feel like I was ungrounded. Dave, which my, my ex, and then Vivian was there. They both had the same exact energy field. So like, um, I feel like I was affecting energy bodies outside of me because I was ungrounded. And so I feel like um, something so subtle... Can be, can be extra. And and if it wasn't for the the fact that people like affect batteries, they drain batteries, and like there, there's actual physical evidence, then I wouldn't yeah. have been like, that I wouldn't have been like, oh, that's something legit. Because Dave, <laughs> Dave's not even like supernatural or like he's not even into none of that stuff. So like three years into the relationship, you know, and I had mentioned it to him, and he looks at me and he's like, holy shit, I think you're 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 serious, like every time we go by this one particular thing and and, and I, when i'm by myself it doesn't happen the, the street light would go off boom wow. every, time, every time and i'm just like am i crazy or you know because it started happening since i was like about seven or eight and it was only when i was really sad see so yeah, i would go on my corner i've had you know like little times where i cry with my cat or whatever and then the, the freaking streetlight would go crazy and i'm just like am I nuts or is this happening because of me so like I started putting it wasn't until about mid 20s and then just probably like early 30s I seen people that were draining batteries and I'm like maybe there's something to this but yeah um if it wasn't for like physical evidence I wouldn't have like
0: thought too much about it you know we are very, very much energetic beings, um, electrical beings. So I, I definitely understand the effect, you know, that you had on your environment. And I understand, too, why you're like, is is this real or am I, you know, because we often are talking about stuff that people can't see. So they're right. You know, we don't think about the effects that it has on things. That's why it's, I, I have people who laugh like I guess they don't believe and I hate saying believing in astrology because I don't believe in astrology at all. I practice astrology. You know what I mean? Like it's there's a right. difference if, between belief in something and practical application of it. So right. they'll be like, "Oh, these people talking about like Mercury going retrograde. That's just you know that's bullshit and blah blah blah." And it's like we study patterns, and during these time frames, there are more miscommunications there are more breakdowns of things there are like more accidents sometimes too because mercury rules short trips that's another thing if you're going somewhere make sure you have everything you need check on your car Ah! be very careful when driving seriously seriously like these little things people be like oh the energy can't impact that okay you don't have to believe in astrology for it to believe in your ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I know you've got cards. I feel like there's a general energy.
2: Well, you know, I pulled three of them while we were talking before, and it was the lovers upright. Okay, is that? the cancer energy is going on here because um i feel like that has been a little in the air is that the spring thing or what but the love energy has been in the air i don't know if you felt it but i feel like it has well yeah there's so
0: venus is also in cancer right now and it's like so if venus is how we love and appreciate beauty, how we deal with issues of value, especially like self-worth and things like that and how we value others. With it in Cancer, Cancer's like, hey, I am really, really dependent upon my environment to understand what I feel. Now, the reason for that, like let's think of a crab, Sabrina, like how crabby are crabs? Like. They have this soft inner shell, this hard body. If you try to like touch them, they're gonna pinch you. But you know, if no, if there's no threat detected or anything like that, they're just gonna like go about their business. They're very sensitive to their environment and they can go to the very bottom of the ocean or come up on land. So it's almost like, you know, we have to collectively kind of pay attention to our own sensitivities. I feel like people who are really not People who shy away from their feels probably won't do well with this energy because that underlying, like, undercurrent of having to deal with feelings that you're suppressing and not dealing with them well can cause people right, to run right. off. So, yeah, this is still a very soft time despite this uh, Mercury retrograde, like you're saying. Definitely. Definitely.
2: Yeah, well, I And then the... Uh, oh the knight of swords <clears throat> so that's cutting oh cutting a knight of swords calls for immediate action you may find yourself in a conflicting situation that requires confidence and fearlessness trust that a situation will go as quickly as it came you are in active time requiring you to stand up to your beliefs. Listen to your head and seek advice in legal matters. A strong impetuous young man may come into your life. So the Knight of Swords is a very young, a very vital, a very um, forceful energy, but, but, but a very um, needed, something that's needed. So, you know, um, if we want to get to where we want to be, as far as the lovers are concerned, then we definitely need to cut out what we don't need. You know, the, the excess, so to speak. So that's how I kind of look at it, is if we want the ideal lover, you know, we need to ex- exit the negativity,
0: so to speak. Yes, ma'am. I agree. I agree. I picked up on something of that, too, because... So, um, we're also in eclipse season, And we had a new moon solar eclipse in Cancer, and we're coming up on this full moon lunar eclipse in Capricorn. Now here's a secret for everybody, everybody. If we are dealing with the fact that we probably need to like chop some things out and get some more structure, with all this Cancer energy going on, it's getting us in our fields, we have to look to Cancer's opposite sign which is Capricorn, which is all about doing the dirty work, being the boss, bossing up. Hey, it might not feel good to make some of these changes that you need to make, to cut some people off, to um, you know put your boundaries up, but they're necessary. You know what I mean? You got to talk through the BS. It's it's all a part of your what's for your highest good. Definitely. Right. I love that about that. How that just resonated. What else did you get? So, um, let
2: me see, I want to see it before I call it out, but because it's a reverse card, um, the reverse Eight of Pentacles. Uh, you may be feeling bored or unchallenged in your work environment. You may not be working up to your full potential. Hmm. Uh, make sure that you continue your education to further your skills. The more dedicated you are to enhancing your expertise, the more it will pay off. Your lack of patience can hinder your progress or cause you trouble. Hmm. So, um that may, I would say that that's like a kind of a tidbit. So um, remain challenged, you know, and 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 further your ability to keep going. If you're if you're stagnant, then change it up. You know, like we were talking about last time. I mean, uh, the 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 better the I don't know. Maybe I should, I should pull another card. I feel like I
0: if pull you card. Come out to do so, I hear you. Like initially, oh, I was I- just going to pull three cards. I think I'm pull- pulling a card for each element. That's what's coming to me to do.
2: Yeah. So Princess of Swords upright. That's
0: that's a good one to end on. So we'll see. Um, Princess of Swords. Like, and what's that deck that you're pulling from
2: again? This is the Hermetic Tarot. Yes. Um, I love the Hermetic Tarot because it's uh, it's based on the Golden Dawn, Secret Order of the Golden Dawn.
0: Yes. I
2: love the symbology. Um, I don't know what it is about. I'm just so drawn. And ever since I learned about Hermetic, I've just been drawn to it. And I don't know what it is. Don't ask me why. I just love the symbology um the the cleanliness of the lines the, it, it's it's aesthetically pleasing to my eye and it's gotcha. only black and, it's only black and white and and it's that it's that calling it just resonates I just love it i mean I don't know what it is um okay and then so that's, that's the eight of Pentacles reverse and then we were this princess of swords so um You may find yourself in a situation where quick observation and analysis are needed. You may find yourself challenged by abrasive forms of communication.
0: Navigate (laughs) through your current (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that fits so well, oh my God. Navigate through your
2: current situations by utilizing your intellect and objectivity. The Page of Swords is also the messenger of important views. Rely on rational thinking and proceed with caution, particularly with important negotiations. A young person's behavior may be concerning to you. So, Princess of Swords, I I mean, rational thinking. That is the uh, tell-all, the key word of that takeaway is the rational thinking. Be rational.
0: Which it may be a little difficult to be, but you've got to put in the effort with this Mercury retrograde energy because, essentially, like, if you don't, you could feel compelled to be irrational and kind of, like, spaz out on people. So, that that card really, like, kind of... That's needed. It's a reminder to people that rational thinking But hold on to that, y'all. Right. I'm glad you pulled that other card. Oh my goodness. Me too. I am definitely glad that you did. I was selling it. I was it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> over here just loving what the cards are saying. And I have cards from the universe has got your back deck. Um, very simplistic deck. It's basically messages i'm gonna start since we're in a water season i gonna start with pulling a card for water signs so cancers scorpios and Pisces. oh shit y'all listen if any of you guys have been feeling a little off lately you you, you don't quite know like which way to go the card that i pulled first of all it's a dragonfly And it says, I always trust the direction of the universe and know I'm being guided. This is a reminder to you that you don't have to necessarily consciously know the steps that you're going to take to get things done. But you have to remain in the spirit that you're being guided. You know, you have to you have to hold that belief to you. This is a time frame for I feel like water signs where it gets a little murkier for us <laughs> because you wind up being in your feelings a lot more. And sometimes when you're in your feelings, you know, it's it's hard to grasp the, the logic that you need in order to move forward, but always trust the direction of the universe and know you're being guided. So there you go. Water signs. We're going to look at, um, fire next. And it says, wow, this is a picture of the starry sky and it says, attack pain fear no i'm sorry attack pain fear judgment and any form of separation are merely calls for help so if someone's responding to you in an attacking way causing um you to feel hurtful feelings because of the things that they're saying judging you fire signs wanting uh, you know separation from you these are calls for help from people now, that's not to say that you should interject yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean, and try to be the help, but just recognize that for what it is, and don't take it personally. That's what I'm getting from that. Especially during this time frame where we're having people popping off a whole lot more easier um, than what they're used to. And for ah! Earth, yeah, Earth signs. So this, I'm sorry, we i What did you say? I didn't hear you. I'd be snarky.
2: I'd be really snarky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that that last card was for Aries. It was for Sagittarius and for Leos. Now I'm pulling one for the Earth signs. So this is for my Tauruses, my Virgos, and my Capricorns. Also, if you want to, listen for the elephant for your rising and your moon. That'll help. So, for Earth signs, it says the universe works fast when I'm having fun. Girl, I feel like I just had, I pulled that for myself, even though I'm a water sign too, because of my cat moon and all my like Virgo energy and then my Taurus energy. Here's a good secret for people, especially during this Mercury retrograde what you focus on, you bring more of to yourself. If you can't Ah. find a way to derive a sense of joy and have fun in what you're doing, And just want to get stuck in the misery of everything guess what you're just gonna bring more misery to yourself right right so remember the universe works faster and in your favor when you have this sense of having fun with you this lightheartedness that also plays into the themes of this leo energy that we're having with mercury there and mars there because leo rules the heart and it's it rules childlike energy and genuine heartfelt love and fun and just, you know, doing what feels good. So if you've been feeling like you're in some sort of rut and your day-to-day is just, uh, look, you've gotta find something, one thing even to focus on that'll pull you out of that, okay? No, I, I'm,
2: I'm getting it, I'm getting it. Because, okay, so I actually have struggled with uh, clinical depression. So I can could, I could honestly say with uh, 100% cer- certainty that I have a clinical diagnosis. And yeah. um, one thing that I've noticed is um, even when I'm in the worst of worst, finding something that is pleasurable, even if that's like a shower or a bath yeah. or, or, or a good meal or, um, you know, I mean, napping and sleeping is good but like i don't really consider that that because you know that's not like helping myself get awake and like get to the place i want to be which is um activity but like anything that causes me to enjoy life is a bonus you know and so uh anything that's just Pleasurable. I mean, to to an extent, because only certain things can go for so long before it's just like a uh, bored. But um, yeah, I mean, when you're in a state of need, anything helps.
0: I agree. I I can relate. And interestingly enough, another tidbit: people with Earth moons, I'm finding or sometimes, you know, also having an earth sun, but earth moons particularly, because that's how we process our emotions and things unto ourselves. We we can get really pulled into depression, especially us cat moons, yo. Like, it's just like the seriousness of life just stays with us. And oh. it's very easy if you don't remind yourself that there is always something, as I say, to be grateful for you know right. you can kind of like lose yourself and I understand that and thank you for being so transparent about your personal journey with that because I have to have the same thing and for me you know a lot of times it shows up in, in anxiety and learning how to navigate through it has been to be focused on one. like if I can focus on one good thing it completely takes me out of that doom and gloom you know yes. that I find myself in
2: well, because, you know, there's sometimes that I honestly, like, I can't even get myself out of it. You know, like, it reminds me of being little when you're in a really bad mood, and then one of the adults, like, comes over and, like, tries to tickle you and tries to get you out of the mood, and you're like, but I'm mad right now. I want to be mad. <laughs> I want to be mad right now, you know? And, like, there's sometimes that, like, you just need to be mad. Like yeah. you know, yeah. And so that's fine. I'm continuing mad for right now, but then there's there's a time to get out of it. And I've noticed there's sometimes like I'll stay in the the grieving state for too long, and then I'll just I'll perpetuate my own grief.
0: You yes. know? Yes. Like, yeah. Uh,
2: enemy like that's fine that I experienced some traumatic episode or someone hurt me or I experienced a loss. That's fine. But like at what point do I continue to make it about that thing? Like I need to continue to move on. And it's a good thing that I end the way I end because I I get sick I get sick of my own bullshit and if that if that wasn't the the case i think i would be in a worse situation but like i can't even hear myself complain after a while i'm just like god shut up yeah like, shut up i can't even hear you so like i'll change my situation or i'll change the way i think about the situation because i can't stay in that perpetual melancholy thing i just can't do it
0: yes we don't want to be in that melancholy and infinite sadness fuck that. Ooh. I really think that's your Virgo energy talking as well as your cat moon, but I'm glad that that resonated with the both of us because I feel like I just posted about something similar earlier and it's being confirmed, you know, with that card. So y'all keep your heads up, you know, earth signs, earth dominant people, earth moons. And then, oh my God, the air signs. Now, this is what I got for them. It's basically some pictures of leaves and it says, True healing occurs when I give myself permission to feel whatever feelings live below the triggers. Listen. Oh. Oh. How many people right now are not allowing themselves to feel things that live beneath the triggers? Like, they don't realize they're being triggered, right? Right. But they're like, okay, suppress, or okay, ignore. Or, okay, I ain't dealing with that right now. (laughs) The best stuff is the one
2: below the surface. Like once I let people like check me, and it's not that I want to be wrong, don't get me wrong, but like if I am wrong, wrong, please let me know. And then that's why like people take me all wrong when I check them and they're like, oh, how dare you? And I'm just like, you're welcome. You know, like whatever, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Let me check, because I've been wrong. I've been the toxic one. And it, it sucks, it sucks, it's humiliating. But then you grow, and then you end up a better person, and yeah. then you offer, and then you enjoy yourself better, and then you're like more comfortable in your own skin. It's like so validating.
0: Exactly, Look, exactly. Ah! But that's the willingness to go into the depths that some people lack. And like you said, if I'm willing to be wrong, cause I tell people this all the time, the reason why I'm so fervent when I'm debating or arguing, et cetera, is because I don't care about being right. I care about yes. the truth. I care about, you know, getting to the heart of the matter. so i I don't care if you say I'm wrong. I don't care if you correct me because I'm here to learn and I'm here to pretty much experience. Um, that which is like the real true essence of something not the fluff like I want to get to that so if oh. I'm, wrong, I'm wrong I don't care about that because I don't care about being right people don't understand that though I'm not enough um, yeah. I know it's impossible for me to even remotely begin to know everything I wouldn't live long enough in this incarnation to be able to do so so
2: right and you know it would be really a lot of work to be perfect Did you have imagine everything or expecting that you knew everything people would be like so what's uh 14 times 34 i mean you'd have to know it
0: because you're perfect right yeah and perfect doesn't exist no it just doesn't so like we strive i feel like people with virgo energy especially you strive for perfection but you're not really going to be an evolved virgo until you realize oh my god it really doesn't exist I can get close with it if I want to try to, but then you get lost in the details. That's why they say the devil's in the details. That's where that comes from. You can lose your scope of the bigger picture. I just
2: finished my career on uh,
0: Netflix. Uh Oh, Be Still My Heart. That's a good show. That's a good show we all kind of i think could use this advice pulled for the elements regardless of which one we are because it's just like hitting us in the face all this and you know what i'm gonna pull one more for the collective fuck it you pulled one more let's do it oh this is a beautiful card oh my god okay so it's a full moon that's vast in purple and it says, there's nothing sexier than my authentic truth. <sighs> nothing is sexier than the authentic truth. We literally were just talking about we did not care about being right. We cared about the truth. And ain't nothing sexier than it. What is your authentic truth, people? Are you living from that authenticity? And if you're not, why not? Man, why man. Why? And then um mm, Lord, so many Ooh. things are flying into my head with this one, it ain't even funny. <laughs> Just like, woo. Because um, okay, going back into the themes of this Leo energy we're experiencing with Mercury and Mars there, which is about living from the heart. When you live from your authentic truth, you nobody can tell you anything about yourself. And let me be clear here, because both of us know we we stand to be corrected if we're wrong, right? So it's not about not yeah. to be corrected, but yeah. when you are standing authentic- authentically in your truth, there is not a thing anybody can tell you about yourself. Like, and I mean, mm-hmm. from the standpoint of someone trying to tear you down, or well, um,
2: you yeah, know, it yeah, it happened. Yeah, happened to me. I, I was in the same relationship. I was in the same relationship with a different person, and it's like, okay, wait. So, at nineteen years of age to twenty-one, same type of person. Then fast forward to after baby daddy. I hate to use that term, but um, Dave wasn't anything like that that type. Um, He was uh, different. He was nice. And then um, you know I I got with the same type of personality after that. And then you know, and it it comes to terms like what am I seeking out? Like I'm seeking this this relationship, and the reason why. Yeah. Yeah, the reason why baby daddy I'll say didn't work was because he was in love with me like wholeheartedly he wanted everything and I was just like to pish posh you know it's like I, I enjoyed the people that didn't want anything to do with me I enjoyed the people that treated me like crap yeah. and you know and, and it had a lot to do with my upbringing my dad is the same way like you know um, he, that same energy so it, it felt unnatural when someone actually gave a shit excuse my French but the older I get, the more I'm, I'm recognizing it sooner. Like this last, yes. relationship, this last relationship I got into, he was ex- extremely the same way. Like really self-centered and all about himself and yada yada. But it didn't take me two years to figure it out. It was very short. And then I was like, ugh. And then the one before that, it didn't take very long. And I was like, ugh. So at least I can recognize a pattern and like see, you know, because now it's like very short before I recognize that, no, this is not the type of person I want to be around. And I feel kind of silly that I'm 35, barely finding myself, but then whatever, you know, because 70 if I'm going to do it, 500%. I'm going to do it the right way. <laughs> if I'm going to get married, if I'm going to have someone forever or my life partner, I don't want to just like willy nilly, you know, it's going to be someone that I'm going to enjoy for a long period of time you know and like so it's quality over quantity whatever
0: so your authentic truth is that you're knowing and accepting that even though you may have previously um interacted with and you know kind of got tied up with people who really at the heart of it didn't like really vibe with you because they were pushing away you know what i mean you recognize that energy and were honest enough with yourself where you can you can see that and then do different the next time like you said it took shorter shorter amounts of time before you know you were like uh no and that's yes big that's big well it
2: is because honestly when i was like 19 it it really it really threw me by the time I was 20 and, like, I kind of – so it took a long time before I really realized what had happened. Like, I was in love with the idea of somebody versus yeah. his actual character. I, I, I didn't want to see what he was as a human. Like, I had at least four different really good friends of mine that are still friends of mine, like, solid friends. Tell me, run. Run. He's no good for you. No yeah. good. And I was like, not my boyfriend, not my boyfriend, you know? Yeah. And then it wasn't until I put two and two together and all these things stacked up, it was like Uh in my face. Like, you know, it was in my face. Like, you know, it was in my face. I couldn't help it. And then um, it was two years later and I felt like an idiot, you know? So, I mean, it, it, it really threw me. It took me like a year and a half to like really come to terms with the fact that I was just that naive.
0: (laughs) Like well, <laughs> I, I think it's because we're hard on ourselves but really the realization at all that there was a pattern that needs to be broken is a lot ahead of the game a lot more ahead of the game than some people get do you know how many people get stuck in that and never come out
1: You know what i mean
0: like that continue to go on and attract the same sort of people because they haven't done the necessary the necessary self-reflection to be able to understand okay what is it that i'm drawing towards myself why is this happening they're not asking enough questions you know that one would have to ask themselves to actually be able to do anything about their behavior and i know it sucks when it smacks you in the face and you feel like an idiot listen i can't tell you how many times that happened to me i spent 10 years in an abusive relationship in every way that you could be abused and i never really even looked at myself as being abused even though i was being hit physically because i'd hit him back Mm -hmm. i know a lot of to a lot of people that seems weird i was like i wasn't a battered woman (laughs) if he hit me (laughs) we we go (laughs) on to (laughs) war but that's not no. normal like you know what i mean In no, my head- i had a
2: relationship i had a relationship him and i are still friends and we went to school together i won't call his name but he tackled me one time we lived together for like four years we weren't really that like boyfriend girlfriendy uh, um, we were more like friends overall but um him and i are still friends we're cool but like he tackled me because i said some asinine shit um and then i turned around and i was so appalled that he touched me then i I socked him in the armpit and like, he got this major bruise and he was just like, he looked at me like, oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe you hit me. And I was just like, yeah, I bet you'll never do that shit again, right? You know? It's a and part just, of
0: you yourself that's like... like... You
2: from that shit, but damn, dude, don't touch me, you know? Like, yeah, you got that's... me
0: fucked up.
2: Like, yeah, okay. I got a mouth on me, but honestly, like, don't ever fucking touch me,
0: you know? I had to learn a lot that that wasn't okay and again i didn't think i was a battered woman or anything like that because to me a battered woman would just sit there and get hit and i'm like right. um <laughs> yeah we're gonna go to war but that was an entire it, it's weird to look back on that because it doesn't even feel like i'm talking about me it feels like i'm talking about a movie i saw because the stuff that i put yeah. up, ridiculous, ridiculous and then i have to ask myself what was it about me that was attracting that to me? Then the relationship that I was in after that, even though I didn't go through the those types of things, there were still some remnants of me attracting somebody to myself that basically was attracted to me because I didn't have boundaries. I still let that person step right. into my boundaries.
2: It's, okay, so so I have a theory and it's, it's something I heard in DBT, Dialectical Behavior Therapy by Marshall Linehan. Um, there's selfless, self and selfish people and there's three different like it's, it's like a magnetic you know so okay. if you're selfless people that are selfish will gravitate towards you because they're looking for the next narcissistic to su- supply like they're looking yeah. for the next supply you know so like they see you and they're just like they see a sucker like the, 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 the like the car- cartoon with the sucker on the face like i'm sure i, I look like a beacon like sucker me too you know?
0: Me too. Sucker.
2: She's gonna give up everything she wants because she loves you so much. Fucking sucker, you know? Yep. And I have to realize like I gotta redistribute my my goods. Because before it was like even my best friend growing up, Sophia, she's like, Sabrina, not everyone is worth your trust. And I'm like, What? Every I've never met a stranger in my life. And she's like there's rarely anybody that's worth your effort. And I'm like, what? You're so nihilistic, you know, growing up. I'm like, ugh. But um, the more, I, although older I get, I'm like, damn, she was right." She
0: is. Yes.
1: So
2: naive. I love everybody. I'm like, come give me a hug, you know? I'm like, ugh.
0: Listen, so I say it all the time. <laughs> I feel like it's my Pisces energy that makes me go full on fish tart And it's <sighs> oh my god everything's connected and we're all one and we all came from love and i'll help (laughs) and i still have that spirit very much a part of myself because it's my sun, (sighs) my mercury and sometimes the experience you came to have but i had to draw up some boundaries you know both of our capricorn moons love boundaries if you think about it Boundaries give you structure. And what does structure allow you to do? Plan and make things happen. So, (laughs) but to everybody listening in general, I think there's there's been a really big theme that's come up here. And I think we're going to explore it more too in future episodes. You have to have appropriate boundaries. And when I say appropriate boundaries, for some people, it's setting any at all. And then for other people, you might have so many that you're not letting things flow. It's balance. You, you, you gotta right. find that right like groove to get into. Right. Like most definitely. Oh my god. Like, oh, that touched me. <laughs> <laughs> that really touched me inside. And I thank you for coming back on. And we're gonna do... Yeah, more. Yeah,
2: more. More
0: yeah. More yeah. We're doing more, more, more. Um, for everybody that Interacts with us on the Spiritual Gangster Certified page. We are going to be going live soon to do card pulls. So just wanted to yes. make an announcement. So if you guys, like, we'll figure out exactly how we're going to set it up. But if you guys want to interact and, and be there for the live, we're going to make sure we make the announcement. You get you a reading from Bina. Get you a reading from me. And we can...
2: Yeah, yeah, we could even go at different times because I think going at the same time would be too much. Because yeah. like when we, go, when we when we do live, there's always going to be people that are like commenting, and so if there's two of us, it's just it's too you know, and then there's easier. a lag. Plus, time yeah, yeah. Home. So like, if we go separately, like you have your own time and then I have my own time, I think that would work
0: better. Sure. So we'll make those announcements on the page, and and I also think that's good because i'm so proud of this okay i'm sorry i gotta i gotta take i gotta take a step back and be humble for a moment i would have okay. never imagined in a million years when i started this podcast and then was like oh you know what i probably need a facebook page for it so let me make a facebook page we're at like twenty three thousand
2: i know i know and it was like 18 so that's like a good, sir, uh, I don't know, I don't know math. My daughter, <laughs> I think all of my brains like distributed to her. Oof. So I'm not into math, but yeah, that's a big percent.
0: <laughs> we had a big jump in like what, the, this short amount of time. So, right, 5,000? yeah <laughs> people from around. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten to do readings for people around the world. Like, I can't I can't tell you how humbled, honored, and grateful I feel that this platform has been a place where people could come together and come to me for guidance. And it just makes me feel so good. So much- good, right? Yeah. I
2: know. I, I feel the same way. And, like, I don't even – I'm not even in the whole tarot thing. But as far as, like, um, any of my – activity online when people come to me and then like they seek out help I have a few that are continuous recently that just come and just want my input on stuff and that just feels so good you know it's like out of all these people like they they think of me as somebody that they want to you know my 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 input and I'm just like dang
0: i feel special yes i'm like me who has lost everything at one point had to rebuild her entire life didn't even yeah. want to be alive at one point took on astrological yeah. study and it changed my fucking life and me yeah. oh my god god like i just so we are looking forward you to the attraction. solar system and i studied solar energy solar energy was saved my life oh I have to have a girl on who actually talks about all of that, like the solar flares and everything. Shout Ooh. out to Dia Holly Hemlock. You are the shit. Look at Planetary Ooh. Clarity, you guys. That's one of her websites. She also has tarot clarity. She's awesome. I gotta get her on here because she she really yeah. considers a lot of the different things that um we don't often see when we're talking about astrology but we will be going live we'll announce it on the page and another announcement too you guys if you're using the anchor app i believe they have it open in spotify as well you can actually send us a voice message and if you do i promise i'll put it on the show so there's that too <laughs> but I thank everybody for listening. Me and Sabrina will be available soon and let you know our availability so that you guys can interact with us for readings, but do hope everybody can make it through this retrograde. It's only three weeks. Don't, don't freak out. Just be careful. Don't pop off. Think before you speak. Um, Use whatever you find that comes up when you're reflecting as a means of you know not beating yourself up necessarily but for just to keep in mind as a lesson for the future and as always work in integrity because like i said saturn is still in capricorn ready to kick that ass if you're not integrous right now so that's basically <laughs> what i got <laughs> seriously
2: me up for a reading if you guys need one would you say that I say, hit me up for a reading if anyone needs one.
0: Yep, as you you can go to her Venus Beena, Venus readings page page. I have to redevelop the page so that it links to you um, for her particular readings. But I will get on that. Hope everybody has an amazing week, and we will see you most definitely on the flip side.